We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome to episode 18 of the Salt Report Podcast, where three of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt regarding video games, cosplay, comics, and other nerdy topics. I'm Jake Lionheart, and with me is Kay. Hi. Hey. And uh, unfortunately, Nikki couldn't be with us this evening, so no Lost Panda for you guys. But... Um, we're honored and we're happy and we're excited to introduce the newest member of our podcast. You know her and you love her. It's Jesse. Yo. Jesse, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Um, we finally roped her into being a full time <laughs> podcaster. It was a trap. We're like, the- it's been too many third seasons. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, everybody, all our listeners love you. We love you, obviously, from the second like, before we even started recording. Um, the first first third season episode, I was like, "Yo, okay, you're our fourth member." Like, <laughs> I think I called it in like the Discord <laughs> chat. I'm like, "No, you're you're on board." <laughs> so, um, it really is like awesome to have you on board. And then now, when Nikki has to get a haircut or play Final Fantasy 14 or play D and D or go eat tacos or um, I don't know whatever other things Nikki does, we can you know still have a three person podcast. Or if you ever have baby oh, duty, yeah, me too, yeah. you know, it worked I'm out so to... well the last time that I hosted this podcast. <laughs> oh my... That's right, yeah. I'm over here blaming all the blame on Nikki. Sorry, Nikki. Yeah, sometimes oh, I have save to Save that, because it's in my Classic salt. Jake. Nikki's my first salt this week. <laughs> well, let's save that. Yeah, we'll let's get, it in. We'll get save it in. Save it for later. And our sponsor in our hearts this week is actually you, dear listener. Um, we actually started a Kofi coffee page, however you want to pronounce that, um, for the Salt Report. Um, it's at ko-fi.com forward slash Salt Report. And um, you guys can buy us coffees and keep us caffeinated. Um, or what we will actually do is turn around and give that money to the Papa Smurf and uh, pay rent for the month. So that way we can keep the podcast going. Um, the podcast is free for our listeners, but we two capitalist lollafell. <laughs> yeah, the lollafell dog, Jeremy Greer. <laughs> um, Jeremy needs his money, and he comes with his pimp rings on and his heavy hand, and we don't deliver. <laughs> Daddy's not happy, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's blushing. I just right imagined now, his gentle Southern accent being like, <laughs> "Where's, Where's my, my money, money y'all?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, you be helping us out it's honestly if you guys buy us each a coffee that pays uh, a month worth of booth rent as i like to call it and um just kind of like one of those things off our off our minds and um you'll be helping support us and um we'll love you and you'll always be a sponsor in our hearts hey and if you donate we'll we'll give you a shout out and then anything you want to plug we'll plug it for you so if you want to talk about your etsy page we'll say hey go check out your etsy page i don't know but hit us up <laughs> that again is Kofi so K-O work in progress yeah exactly I'm making this up right now you can tell I went off script because I started talking about random nonsense uh, but it's ko-fi.com forward slash salt report and then you'll see the new logo we put Jesse's little cartoon in there with us so there's there's four cartoons of us and it's um, awesome and we'll love you forever so um now that I'm back, I can talk for like a half hour before letting you guys talk because I didn't realize how much I talked until uh, 
you guys were like, oh, this is going really fast without Jake. <laughs> and then, um, I'm just thankful Jesse was there. So that way, as you guys put it, you brought it to an excruciating, was it stop or something like that you said, Kay? We were driving the plot, the, the podcast car off the cliff. That's what I was <laughs> Oh, saying. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. We got to steal the podcast car back yeah, on the road. Yeah. Um, pre-salt. I played Just Cause 3. Before we get into that, Jake, you're really robot-y. I mean, what? <laughs> you're really robot Oh, hi! I'm sorry to interrupt the recording, but, like, I can... <laughs> I could barely understand you, and I tried to do it discreetly in the Discord chat, but you didn't pay attention to it, so... Well, it was fine for a while. And I don't know if it's resolving itself now, or what's going on, but... So I'm good now? Oh no, there it is again. Pre-salt. Um, I played the Just Cause 3 free thing on PSN. Um, I didn't think it was going to be that great, but it was amazing. Um, I don't know if anybody else got to check it out, but all I really do... I have not played that game. You haven't? I did not. I had fun for like two to three hours just going around exploding gas stations and stealing cars like and not like grand theft auto like legit like you can just cause pandemonium and chaos and it's the most fun and you parachute away and you steal boats and uh, you can steal helicopters like you feel op just from the beginning and you can just do whatever you want so it's i barely played any missions just having fun like blowing stuff up and then i got like dlc for it so i got like this mech i can run around in and a a rocket launcher and like a sniper rifle so i'm i don't need to play the game but i'm playing the game like not the story and all this i don't care i just want to blow stuff up so it's pretty amazing (laughs) i'm having too much fun playing that um and this is like the first time like when we were starting the podcast i didn't have any video games to play now have way too many video games to play um, I also got that Sundered game. If I'm pronouncing it right, Sundered? 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 I don't see how else you could pronounce yeah, it. I'm, yeah. I'm just like, I've never used I, that. I'm <laughs> going to take you on this one. Your cue. Uh-oh. Sundered. Saundered? Saundered? Su- nope. Sundered. Sundered. Okay. <laughs> it's got to be Sundered. Yeah, it's got to be Sundered. It's <laughs> like, what? Uh, that game. Watch, someone's going to message us yeah, like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, that game is super fun too. I haven't really dug into it, and I was like playing with the volume down, so I didn't really get a lot of the story because I was like, the baby's asleep, don't wake him up. But um, it's super fun. It was kind of like a side scroll thingamajiggy, kind of reminds me of like Momodora, but like better. And um, from what I understand, everything in it is like hand drawn, so I thought that was really cool. <gasps> Oh, I'm into this now. Yeah, like all the animation and everything. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's it's I don't know, it's really cool. It's supposed to be really hard. It, you know, it always comes with the whole like souls like or whatever. But um oh my God, I, I I've only died like maybe once or twice, so I was kind of like, ah. and a lot of it was my my fault anyways. I tried to run away from bad guys and then I like rounded up more bad guys, so that was my bad. Um but I don't know, everything about it's fun. I just I don't know. I've got way too many video games all of a sudden. Um, my next one was like Hellblade because oh yeah, I remember. I remember hearing about this. Sundered. Yeah, it's 
It's pretty. It looks. It pretty looks cool. good. It looks it's pretty. Yeah. So not not to undermine the <laughs> like video game aesthetic of being cool, but I'm like, look how pretty this is. No, it's it is really it's really pretty. cool and, and pretty. That creepy, gross green skeleton looks awesome. It looks <laughs> yeah. amazing. And so, I, and I really dig that they were saying that it's it's hand drawn. Like, I think there's another game called Indivisible that's coming out soon. That's pretty much all hand drawn as well, or hand animated. That and that one looks it's good. Crazy, yeah. So it's it's really cool seeing hand animation stuff being placed in the video games instead of it all being like computer animated graphics and stuff like that. Um, yeah, basically, if you tell me, oh, this this game has a unique animation <laughs> style, like I'm in. I played fucking The Neverhood and Armor Krog and all those yeah. claymation oh, games and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. just because the they're claymation. Ones, yeah. And then it turned out the creator's a douchebag. Let's not talk about uh, that. Um, I I got into like the Dark Eye because it, it's like a weird stop motion animation thing. Like yeah, hand drawn animation, anything. I am on board. Yeah. I also just like really pretty. Like I also like throwback graphics. I guess like a la Hyperlight Drifter. That kind of like super that game's yeah eight bitty art, but like taking it to the next level yeah. because we can now. And it, that game's gorgeous. Like, so I, I really like unique. Not that I don't love the, you know, kind of like the super detailed, um, realistic sort of like game models either, where it's like, oh yeah, they built this CAD model and they put it through blah blah blah. But it's still beautiful <laughs> to see like interesting animation. Yeah. So I don't know if the price has gone up, but I know when I bought it, it was like seventeen bucks or something like that. So that's why I jumped on it. I'm like, this is a really good price, and so far it's been pretty good. I think um, the thing that sucks about it is the load times are kind of bad, but it um, mm. it does that like what's the roguelike thing where it completely changes the the levels every time. Mm. So it does that. I guess like locked doors and stuff like that stays in the same place, but everything around mm. it, the environment changes. So um, that's the only thing that's been kind of like meh about the game. Um, my next thing was a week ago because we kind of took a week off. Um, I was on uh, Monster Dear Monster podcast, and um, that's mostly like a I guess all things monsters, so books, movies, video games, and uh, so they had me on for a Bloodborne um podcast, and I I guess I summoned my inner Jesse as it were, and um. <laughs> apparently i turned their podcast i didn't really they didn't tell me it was a clean podcast before but i went into great detail about the bloodborne boss the one reborn and pretty much went Mm -hmm. into graphic (laughs) details about my baby being born and uh yeah like placentas and murdering midwives and all kinds of like whatever happens in bloodborne being real in bloodborne yeah Bloodborne's kind of like that, yeah, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's kind of like, like childbirth. Well, that's what, yeah. It's Rosemary's <laughs> Baby, the video game. Yeah. Wait, did you touch? Did you touch a placenta? Because I've touched a placenta. Um, oh no, God. but I I looked at it, and then <laughs> um, the one that was the the best one was when we were doing like all the Lamaze classes and all that stuff. They showed us yeah. a video of of a lady <laughs> delivering the placenta, and the instructor was like legit like if you're squeamish leave um because this lady gives birth to a really gnarly placenta it's huge and it was yeah it was terrifying how huge this placenta was that this lady plopped out of herself um 
Is that the right word? Plopped out. <laughs> it's got to hold a baby. It's kind of it. funny because like, my mom says it just slips out af- like after you've had the baby. Yeah. She's like, I'm like, but then you have this afterbirth, and she's like, girl, I didn't even feel it. Yeah. Like pretty much just <laughs> fell out. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what happens. Like in the podcast, I made like this like noise, and all the guys were like, <laughs> and I'm like, you laugh, but um. <laughs> So <laughs> the noise it makes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was, yeah, it was pretty funny. And so I just started cracking up because uh, Dave Sentient Plus was all like, "Oh well, I guess we're an explicit show now." Thanks, Jake. So I was like, "Oh, you're welcome." You know, I tried to deliver. Um, I mean, they show that in high. I had to watch Birth in high school. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, both of the people were naked. Like the husband and the wife what? were naked because <laughs> they were having a. They were having one of those births in a, like, tub, and so oh, they're both naked. I didn't get that one. Yeah, and he's, like, rubbing her back. It's a- it's actually kind of nice, because, like, to see the husband actually involved in, like, the birth of this child. Yeah. But, yeah, I watched that in high school. There was a pregnant lady in the room with us, too, when we watched it, and I was like, should she be watching this? <laughs> like, this is very anxiety-inducing. like yeah. inducing. Um, uh, No, the one, the one I watched was a hospital birth, so I guess you got the more interesting one. Yeah. I, I got the one with more nudity. Yeah, because the same thing in high school. I remember just the hospital one, but... Um, I think I was one of the last classes to get to watch that video because uh, after that we flipped to abstinence only education. Thanks, Utah. <laughs> yeah, that's the class I touched a placenta in. We had embryology in high school, so this huh. nurse brought. She has like placentas in her special freezer. Wow! And she like brought them in, and like it's really gross because the placenta actually has a like sack on it that holds the fluid and then the baby inside and you can lift that up and it's translucent and like like i was feeling a little bit faint (laughs) oh no did you faint i did not faint but like you know like i was sweating and like dizzy and i'm like oh no this is a stranger's placenta i'm manhandling right now yeah so Salt Report episode 18, Strangers Placenta. <laughs> oh, name title. <laughs> Put that in the duck. <laughs> Strangers Placenta, third season four. Um, <laughs> it's not thirst season anymore, my yeah, dude. It's thirsty. It's, thir- yeah. it's permanent. Yeah. It's thirst It's life. like Game of Thrones. It's always winter or whatever. <laughs> it's always thirst season. Um, game of thirst season. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so I was on that show, so if you guys want to check it out, like, I even go into, yeah, like, I talk about, like, how the midwives tricked me into looking, and I was like, oh, there's the head, so, which I think they do to every, every dad, I think that's the, 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 that's what gets them, like, happy and cracky, like, hey, we're gonna get this dad real quick, hey, dad, take a look, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, it's his head right there, um, so anyways, that's, that's on that show, um, so Hellblade, Two years I've been waiting for this game. Yeah, Hellblade. And hell yeah, Hellblade. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, this game is so gorgeous. Um, it's thirty dollars. So you guys, if you have a PS4 or it's forty dollars. Oh, it went up in price. No, it was always forty dollars. No, it was thirty bucks. No, I pre-ordered it though, so maybe that's why. Okay, so you got a better price because you pre-ordered it, probably. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I paid forty dollars for it. Okay, yeah, because I paid thirty. Bucks. I feel like forty is still a good deal for this. That's game. yeah, that's yeah, still like it really, it really good. is. Um, yeah, I streamed the first two hours and it was fun because uh, Dave uh, from Monster Dear Monster and uh, our good friend Tentacle Mom, who is now Star Tits, uh, Caitlin. She was uh, they got this 
hang out with me. And um, yeah, at first I see visually was good. Um, everything about it was great, except for I was having trouble with puzzles. But um, mm. I'm already the worst at puzzles <laughs> in like video games. Um, so it was kind of cool having them with me, helping me out. Um, but man, like, God, like, how how far are you in it already, Kay? Like, pretty far? Or? I, I'm not very far. I um, I found Valraven, and that's it. I haven't played it since. I haven't had a whole lot of time. Okay. Um, but I'm really enjoying it so far. I have been, by the way, if you're going to play this at home, please use headphones. Yeah. Uh, it really adds to the experience to have headphones plugged in with their uh, binaural audio system. You can, there's even a point in the Valravin zone where you can hear him uh, doing this creepy chanting thing. And um, you have to follow the sound, which is a lot easier if you have headphones in. Of course you can still complete the puzzle without that, but it's really Hey, you know what that's like? What? It's a video game ASMR. <laughs> no, no, it's hella creepy. It's not, no, it yes, is not. There's creepy it does ASMR not give me the too. Tingles. It does not give me the tingles. I will um, be the judge of that. <laughs> you can't judge how I feel. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should check um, it out. It's actually oh, one thing that I kind of commented on on Twitter that I thought was kind of interesting is that I got so accustomed to the constant whispering of mm. uh, Senua's imagined voices that there was a point where i walked into a room i kind of got turned around uh walked back into the room i came from was like oh crap and walked back into the room that i was just in and everything went silent there was no music there were no voices and there was no like ambient noise (laughs) and i got so creeped out yeah i was like legit scared i'm like where's my company (laughs) <laughs> yeah so where are the voices little in my sound head? design thing yeah. where my voices go yeah i actually have because i when my first run through i got all the way to the val raven i got to like the third kind of little puzzle area um is that the one where there's a whole bunch of the symbols hanging up in the air and yeah there's like them, two or? val ravens you have to get to fuck that puzzle's tough that one yeah that's it's really hardcore and i was already getting tired i think this was already like the game dropped here in cali at like nine o'clock so uh, i said cali i felt like a douche for saying it that way <laughs> um, <laughs> in california um yeah so not, so i stayed up until like midnight playing it and by midnight i was tired so i'm tired having voices talk to me trying to figure out this like illusionist puzzle so i gave up but when i reloaded it it glitched on me so i i got what you got oh no no voices no music, no nothing. It was just silent, which was creepy. Well, in my in my case, it came back, so I think it might have been an intentional design choice. Oh, okay. But because uh, when I left the room, the voices came back. So uh, yeah, with me, there was nothing, which is weird. And then um, I could still hear like Senua breathing and stuff, so oh, there was cool. definitely noise, but there was no music or ambient noise or voices, and it really creeped me out. Yeah, see, I didn't. I I got like silence. So I was like, what? And then um, in that puzzle, like, you can make, like, kind of, like, because it's all about illusions. So there's some places where it looks like there's a bridge and places that looks like there's not a bridge. So when I would go as not a bridge, I would just kind of fall off and off that ledge and then have to make my way back. But when there was a bridge, it wouldn't let me cross. And I needed to cross the bridge to finish the puzzle. So I ended up having to restart the whole game. Which I was like, no, oh, God. but I like blazed through it to that place, and then I blazed through the game like 
Um, and then I just liked it a whole lot more. Like I kind of got a better hang of the fighting the second round. Second wave. The fighting's really good in this. Oh I my was gosh, pretty surprised. So I thought good. it was going to be garbage, but it actually feels really good. Yeah, it feels great. Have you, um, I, I guess it would be like the parry move with a block. Yeah, you can oh, get perfect parries in this game. That's so freaking fun. I love it so much. And then... Um, and they're not difficult to get either, which, no. they, which is like yeah. rewarding for someone like me that has batteries. <laughs> yeah, me too. So. I was terrible at Dark Souls with a parry, so this makes me feel like a total badass. Um, and then there's this like oh, I don't want to spoil it, but there's something really cool you you get later in the Valraven area that makes fighting just ooh like like mwah. it's just like so good like you're like an Italian like mwah, pasta bueno, you know what I mean I was like to say Jake became Italian yeah. for a moment I was like <laughs> yeah. I was like Vini Scalapini like, you know what I mean I'm just like <laughs> another interesting design. Uh, choice with Hellblade is that since a lot of it is like how much of this can you really trust? Yeah. How much of it is Senua's delusions is that um, one thing I noticed I was really lost in that area you were just talking about in Valraven's zone with all the different hanging um, symbols Mm -hmm. that you have to get rid of. Um, I was really lost at one point trying to get across an area and there's Valraven has lots of statues of himself mm-hmm. around, and I and all of a sudden I looked back and one of them had turned around and was pointing in a different direction, and I'm like, was it always like that? Yeah, and it was pointing me it was pointing me where I needed to go, which is makes me think that it wasn't like that before, um, and they would also sort of appear or move around and and they were pointing me in the direction I needed to go, so I also think that's interesting. You can't really like. Thing, things will just very subtly change in the environment and it's like was it always like that yeah or it's cool and then it's, even this game's really cool yeah and then even the like rot mechanic which i still like i've heard people say that it's real that if you die like so many times it deletes your save another one's saying that like yeah, no again jury's it's missing out on that yeah <laughs> jury's still out um, on that but god that cutscene was so good and the the chick doing the the mocap and the acting, I, I'm I'm pretty sure where they find her. She's she was like their social media manager or something like that. Like she was like, like at a desk job, and I think they were like the the director writer guy was like, hey, would you stand in for us? Blah blah blah. And I I don't know. I guess she was blowing them away, and so they're like, okay. And like they even had like um, in their earlier dev diaries, they had like this like, because they wanted to get. You know, not have, like, the typical, like, girl body, like, you know, big boobs and butt and, like, totally, like, fake. They actually had, like, this, like, um, uh, fitness model come in. So that way they would get the muscle tone right and all the proportions right. And so I thought they were going to use that model. And I guess later on when I, they probably turned heads and got funding, I think they were like, yo, let's just make you the actress. You're doing good with all the mocap stuff. And then so I think, you know, she went to the gym because there's a couple – videos where they show her at the gym so like all that muscle tone yeah. and all that stuff is really her and um man she knocks it out of the park she is so good yeah it's and um man i was i was down on this game i wasn't really i guess i wasn't really down on it but i wasn't enthusiastic about it because it's ninja theory like yeah do, do any of you <laughs> they don't have the, the best last time ninja theory made rep. a good game i don't yeah. so kind of wasn't into it but uh, i'm glad i picked it up it's really good yeah, so to me, it's like two years worth the wait. Like, I'm so glad that they got the right mental specialist to come in to 
deal with them, you know. Um, oh, did I drop? Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, she, yeah, we can hear you. Uh oh, she can't hear us. <laughs> Kay. We lost. Kay. What if Kay's not real and she's a voice in our head? I don't need this Tyler Dirt and shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I can hear everybody. Hey. Oh, okay, hey. you're not a voice in our head. We thought we were having a Hellblade moment where you weren't real this whole time. R.A.P. And... Discord. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, the, the game is, is awesome. Um. We'll probably be... You know what? Would it be cool if we do, like, a Hellblade spoiler cast? Maybe, like, would... as not... I'd yeah, maybe not as a... Done, but... Yeah, maybe not as like a full episode, but maybe we can do like a side. Hey, thank well, you for. What we could do is that after at the end we can let everybody else log off and we can do our spoiler cast for the last yeah, yeah, episode yeah. or something. That would be cool. And then hey, if you buy us coffee, we'll let you have the spoiler cast, dear listener. Huh? Oh, huh? that's not what I was thinking. Yeah, that huh? could work. Okay. Huh? And I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like, trying to plug. I would the, say the we tack it on to the end of the episode so that if anybody's listening that hasn't completed the game, they can just. Yeah! Yeah! It. Yeah! I don't know. We'll figure it out. But let us know if you guys want a Hellblade uh, thing. Send us comments and, and coffee money, and we'll love you guys. Um, so my last – dang, I've been talking for way too long. My last pre-salt is um, the last week. Uh, Josh Brolin, they they show pictures of him as Cable, and, and there's, like, pictures of yeah. um, Zazie Beats as Domino. And, God. I'm so, oh, my God. I have such a boner <laughs> for Domino right now. It's out of the park. It's out of the park. Yeah, I, I love the the way they made her look. Like, it's perfect. Like, I love the fact that she's got the white um, circle around her eye, which is perfect because, you know, Domino's white with the black circle. The fro looks freaking hella dope. Uh, she just looks like an all-around badass. And then I, I don't think I was leery of Josh Brolin being Cable, but actually seeing the way he looks as Cable, I'm, like, sold. I'm, like, yeah. I can't wait to see this, but... Um, oh my god! Yeah, it's, it, I feel like it hasn't been that long since the first Deadpool. So when they started, it's been like, a little over a year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When they started like promoing, now they're doing promoing for Deadpool too. I like, I'm like, is this real? <laughs> yeah, it feels fake. Yeah, but I, I, if I remember correctly, the sec- the sequel got greenlit like as soon as it came out in theaters and started doing yeah. well. They were just yeah. Like, it made, Deadpool's the little movie that yeah, could. Deadpool made like, Gangbusters at the, at the box yeah, office. Yeah, it's like the X Men movie that's actually an X Men movie. And there's only like <laughs> one X Men in it, so. Uh, no, this too. Oh they yeah, got, this, uh, uh, yeah, yeah Negasonic. and uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even like, and that's the thing. Like, even with her, like, I like the way like if they are changing it. It's like good changes, which I think is going to be cool for yeah. Domino fans. I, I think they're going to just love her, and um, yeah, it's going to be hype. And I know what's it? T.J. Miller was saying that like, like Cable or Cable. I'm already calling him Cable. <laughs> Josh Brolin is actually like super hilarious, so it should be cool seeing him be, you know, the grouchy pants to like Ryan Reynolds, um, like you know, fourth wall Looney Tunes yeah. person. Which God, I swear they better make the Goonies joke. I don't know what kind of joke it's going to be, but I need me a Goonies joke in this movie. So, um, but yeah. I, funny story about that movie. I saw the first one on, uh, on Valentine's Day with my ex-girlfriend. 
her sister, who was my best friend at the time. And uh, she, I mean, we're still, she is one of my best friends. I have multiple best friends. And, um, and my ex-girlfriend's family. So there I was on Valentine's Day with my ex-girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend's sister and her whole family. And I was like, this is a, this is a Deadpool experience right now, going to see a Deadpool movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. But, um, yeah, so that's my pre-salt that took, like, five hours to get through. Sorry, you guys. Well, I mean, I can't talk about Deadpool without talking about how a, a local theater got sued for sh- showing Deadpool while serving alcohol. So, I mean... What? Uh, there's, a, um, there's a law on the books that you can't, in Utah, that you can't serve alcohol at a place that is also displaying full nudity. It mainly applies to strip clubs. <laughs> Um, so, so what? strip clubs with fully nude dancers can't serve alcohol, uh, uh and strip clubs that nudity. serve alcohol. There's full nude dancers in Deadpool, yeah. which I think is funny. And <laughs> so, uh, Ruby's Cinema, um, got cited for it, and last I heard they were fighting it by suing the Attorney General's office, but I don't know, um, wow. if anything's going with that. It'll probably take forever. Lawsuits like that take over a year, ta- like, minimum, most of the time. But, yeah. yeah. Since we're talking about Deadpool, I gotta tell a story about how stupid Utah laws are. <laughs> Utah is fucking Utah's wild. Utah's fucking man. weird, man. Um, and with that, I'll just go straight into my pre-salt. Um, <laughs> I, my, one of my friends um, got Persona 5 on a PS4 a couple weeks ago, and has been playing it and shouting at me over Facebook Messenger and text about it. and was just like, just so jazzed about Persona 5. And so, like, sorry, near Automata, but I can't be with you right now. I'm in love with somebody Aww. else. Um, <laughs> so back into Persona 5, I beat the Fifth Palace. Um, I'm trying to get my kindness stat up so I can be friends with Futaba because they won't let me unless my kindness is, I think, one more level up. Uh, and doing Memento side quests. Miss this game. It's a lot of fun. Haven't And then I've switched immediately to Hellblade, so I haven't played it in about a week. But, uh, hey, Hellblade's a short game. It'll be fine. Um, yeah, it's like six hours or something like that. Yeah, as far as I can tell, it's pretty short. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm hoping to hoping to get back into Persona 5 so I can keep pace with my friend at least. And so we can like talk about the game as it's happening. But she is moving at a breakneck pace. And like <laughs> I got to work and do cosplay stuff and everything. And I just sometimes I want to sleep, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I got that going on. Still working on cosplay stuff. I had to kind of take a week off inadvertently because the last time we recorded, two weeks ago, I got a text while we were recording from my mom that was like, hey, I'm going to be getting in late tomorrow night, so don't bother waiting up. And I was like, what the fuck? You're visiting this weekend? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, surprise visit from my mom. She pr- either either she told me and I forgot or she thought she told me or she told my sister and thought that my sister was going to tell me and she didn't because she thought my mom was going to tell me something like that happened and (laughs) I did not get the memo that my mom was going to be in town that weekend so I had to take a week off from cosplaying and cancel plans with my friends and stuff um but I kind of got back into it this week still working on my Soifong costume um got her coat kind of put started putting that together um and doing some painting and sewing and stuff admittedly i've been kind of lazy and i hope that i don't end up like crunching super hard 
but I'm probably going to end up crunching super hard for anime bonsai because I'm not very smart about my cosplays apparently. But uh, got to get on that. Um, and honestly, I just don't have that much pre-salt because I blew through it so fast. And we already talked about yeah. Hellblade. So... <laughs> I was going to say, I do talk a lot, you guys. Like, you had more to talk about than I did. <laughs> oh, so is, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so I don't, uh, I mean, I have some pre-salt, so, but not really that much. Uh, I know that on Twitter, um, we talked a lot about um, the thing recently. There was a huge thread that happened about the thing. Um, but I, before, like, there was going to be like this group watch, but before we did that, I had to like, I immediately called my friend because she wanted me to watch it with her first. And I was like, fair. She asked me first. So, uh, I watched it for the first time, um, this past weekend on Sunday, Saturday. It is such a good movie. And, uh, so, you know, when we started watching, I'm like, fuck, this feels familiar. And she's like, it's probably cause there's that X files episode. That's like almost exactly the same thing. And, she was right. It was the X-Files episode that was like tripping me out. But um I I feel like the I feel like the thing falls into this category of like movies that aren't technically horror movies, they're more like thriller movies um that are science fiction that I love that are kind of like slow slow burn, like it's a fan fiction. Slow burn <laughs> uh science fiction. Um the way I feel about the first alien movie uh is kind of how I feel about this movie. You don't have to be like a horror fan to enjoy it. You can just be like a sci-fi fan and enjoy. Although I feel like thing. it helps to be a horror fan more with the thing because it's quite gruesome. Like I, I Yeah, but like it's also like immediately, like immediately you see the like monster thing and uh I they're like they're opening it up, right? And they're like pulling it's just jello. It's just so much jello. <laughs> they're just pulling jello out and it's like the consistency of like the consistency of jello and like once you know that like all the like when the head like comes off and shit that's just like uh microwaved bubble gum i think is what they said it was um that's crazy you, i didn't like, even know that yeah it's microwaved it's like it's bubble gum um uh like i recognize the jello but i was told about the bubble gum um being like a behind the scenes scene they talked about how they used bu- bubble gum to like pull the skin if you think about it that way it's a lot easier to watch because you're like oh this is just it's just bubble gum yeah. i think uh there my trigger warning is that there is animal death yes. in it um and it was more than once there there, are multiple, there is one uh, scene in which a lot of animals die at the same time mm-hmm. um yeah so if that's gonna if that's gonna bother you uh just keep that in mind um I, I i guess i like to tell people um stuff ahead of time but oh my god there's a spider on my oh no hold on a second i'm a professional i'm a professional no, this podcast I just is already falling apart it's fine <laughs> yeah um i i i saved myself um so i i definitely recommend that movie the soundtrack is awesome another thing i liked about it is how cold it made me feel oh like they, i had to they got the cold down they every time they come inside they got frost in their beards and it just looks yeah. so cold all the time I think it's also, like, the stagnant paranoia makes you pretty cold, Mm. too. Like, you can't trust anyone. It's definitely a movie that's a lot more psychological than just... It's not just the 
bubblegum head stretching. <laughs> there is, like, psychological horror, which I enjoy. Like, right away, I was, as soon as they, like, explained to you what it is, I was like, well, I would just have them shoot me. Like, just shoot me before, <laughs> like, uh, just take me out so I don't have to deal with this. Like, I, I know, I know my coward ass would just be like, um, I don't want to deal with this, and I don't want to have to be the final, uh, person who makes the decision whether someone else is going to live or die, oh. so, uh, just, uh, take me out. Like, that, that was definitely the, cause, like, the, when the doctor started going crazy, like, I was like, oh man, shit, that's me. I would immediately, I was like, there's no way we can get out of this. Like, we're all gonna die, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, excellent film. If you, if you like that kind of slow burn sci-fi, uh, feel, I definitely recommend it. And I do, it. I do um, also want to warn that it is pretty gross. I remember watching this in a group setting and I was the only person who'd seen it ahead of time. And so I told everyone beforehand, I was yeah. like, uh, this movie is pretty gross, and they're like, yeah, yeah, and then as we're watching it, they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you can play Bloodborne, though, you can watch yeah, this movie. Yeah, probably. I just... Yeah, the, oh my god, that part where the guy goes outside and, like, the thing doesn't know how to use his vocal cords, so it makes the sound that was straight up. I was like, oh, this reminds me of my son, the cleric beast. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's, I'm like pretty this... sure the cleric beast roar is a, is a stock sound effect, because it also made an appearance in Breath of the Wild. So, oh, did it? Yeah. Um, what a quality what, sound uh, effect. I can't like the Wilhelm was, scream? Yeah, I can't remember if it was Windblight or Waterblight Ganon, but it sounds like the Cleric Beast. That's hilarious. It's such a it's a good ass sound. Uh, I uh, that's a weird thing about me. I like uh, I'm really into sound um, as far as like ambient sound or like uh, sound in movies like for objects and monsters and whatever in video games like one of the things that made the cleric beast for me was the the fact that it's constantly screeching at you while you're trying to fight it like something about that just was like why does this make me so happy (laughs) um but i definitely enjoyed that movie and so directly afterwards uh we watched the mummy because we were on a roll and uh not the tom cruise mummy because that makes me (laughs) no no that makes me horribly uncomfortable Tom Cruise makes me uncomfortable. I'm sorry, Tom Cruise. Um, no, I'm not really sorry. <laughs> uh, we watched the Brendan Fraser hey. Mummy, um, 1999, the Mummy, because I hadn't seen it since I was a child, and that like, was... there's so much you miss when you're that a child, scared right? Me so really I was, like, bad oh. when I was a child. <laughs> yeah, watching it as an adult, an adult is amazing. Like, I listen that movie subjectively is terrible like if you take that movie apart and you like really analyze the script and everything that happens like there's one point where like there's an eclipse right and the sun the like moon goes over the sun and they're all staring at the solar eclipse i'm like raven they're all blind now like (laughs) they can't finish this movie because they're all blind and she's like shh but then once i started pointing stuff out like she was like shit why is the mummy cursing them with like the curses from the old testament and i'm like this is what i'm saying right um but if you don't think about the movie too hard it's an awesome movie like it just makes you it's like you're having fun like sometimes that's all i need i don't want a good movie i just want a fun movie i think that's why i still stand up for like the thor movies which objectively are pretty bad but like i love them because they're just like fun 
Yeah. And and the thing about that movie is I was like, it's okay because the tone of it is okay and the like the characters are good. So, you know, if you if you've been feeling really sad lately, I recommend to rewatch The Mummy <laughs> because um I like if it if the like this is this is going in my continuous continual like nerd movies that if they had lesbians would be too strong um the mummy is now on that list Uh, it's a it's a very a very like interesting list if this had lesbians this movie would be too strong and that's why it doesn't um but yeah uh and then my final thing is um i'll try to be fast since we took up some time but um my final piece of pre-salt is from the same person who brought you the last hentai pre-salt. I bring you the most confounding mystery I have ever heard. Like, move aside, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. I've, I've got some real mysteries for you, okay? So my friend comes back, and she's like, I have to tell you about this hentai since you, since you liked the other one so much. I was like, okay. And she's like, you know, it starts off pretty normal. This guy's gonna get married. He doesn't really want to get married. He's drinking with his friend in the bar, and then they have sex. Right? Because that's what you do on the day before your oh, wedding. Absolutely. You have... A- <laughs> You you get drunk and you sleep with your dude friend in a bar like you have a gay awakening I guess and uh, so that happens and she's like and I want to tell you that there were big chunks of it missing because they only played like compilations of the sex scene and then like a certain amount of time on either end of the sex scene right and she said she went looking further down the rabbit hole for the rest of this plot oh because as you continue the plot it gets crazy next one you find out that he's been kidnapped because his wife that we haven't seen we don't know where his wife is like is his wife okay someone answer us is his wife okay um he's been kidnapped by this other dude who was like okay the dude that you slept with told everyone that you slept with him and he is like a janky little bitch but also I want to fuck your wife. So I've kidnapped what? you. And he's like tied him to this chair. And he uh, he's like, I am going to use this aphrodisiac on you. Right. So he he uh, inserts the aphrodisiac anally. <laughs> like, <Okay>. And uh, <laughs> then somehow during all of this. I don't rem- I don't really remember what happens. Mm-hmm. But somehow during all of this, the guy gets free. And he starts running. Third episode, you find out he was on a blimp the what? entire time. What? Like <laughs> this whole thing. Like they back up and he runs outside and they're on a blimp. And at this point, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So he was and then kidnapped and put on blimp, or the whole thing from the get go was on a blimp. We don't. That is know. like a mystery in question. <laughs> that is the mystery. And so he, and then the guy he had sex with in the beginning of the film was also on the blimp. So now the original guy he had sex with when he was at the bar is also on the well, blimp. That makes me think and he's that everything like, happened I, on the blimp. This is what it seems it like. It makes me think that everything happened on the blimp too. And it's like, what is the what is the story? We'll never know. So if you know what this this hentai, please. Please let me know because we searched, we scoured the internet. I wonder if this is where the plot the line to Prey came from because uh, it seems <laughs> like you're in a hotel room or something like that. And it turns out like, no, the whole place you're at is um, is, is like a staged area. So maybe <laughs> we should play the game Prey and find out what happened. 
Porn is weird. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Taking shots of prey because uh, <laughs> I still don't like that game. But I, so yeah, that's my. I think uh, he's on the salt for the day. I think he was on the blimp the whole time. I want to believe he was on blimp. the blimp. Was he on the blimp before the sex <laughs> or after? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> like, when did he get on the blimp? That's my question. Was his marriage on the blimp? Where is his wife? You never once see her. Was there a Not wife? Maybe once. it was just the craziest bachelor party ever, and they ended up on what? the blimp somehow. Like what in the Hangover, the- instead of ending up on the end of the blimp. <laughs> If the hangover had more gay sex in a blimp, yeah. it would be this <laughs> and If the hangover had more gay sex in a blimp, it would be a better movie. Oh. <laughs> that would be way more interesting. Oh, man. I was about to say, what if the blimp's name is the wife? And so that's... We've been in the what if the blimp's wife? Is that what you're... No, was <laughs> name the wife. And then I made the bad joke of saying we've been in your wife the whole time, but oh, yeah, I'm sorry. oh my sorry. god, sorry, sorry, I apologize. Oh man, <laughs> oh, you suck. Um, the mystery, the mystery. If you know the answer of the hentai blimp. Um, <laughs> if you know the answer to this mystery, let us know. Please let me know. Yeah. Tweet at us or DM us at Podcast You came Salt. through last time with Surf Santa. Don't let us down now, Twitter. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be hilarious. Please let us know. I just would love to know that there's like a hentai guy listening to our podcast. Like, I know exactly what movie this is. And then. Yeah, let me just pull this uh, out of my collection of hentai movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My friend knows all kinds of weird Japanese porn. I should, I should ask them. Hit they watch up. all kinds of bizarre hentai. <laughs> Hit them up. It's a it's a wild ride. Like especially because like usually what ends up on the internet for free is just excuse me random clips. So you there's plot and like you really want to know what the plot is. <laughs> oh man, it's good. This this good podcast stuff. We may never um, know the secrets of the blimp. Yeah. So um, let's move into some salt. I'll try to be faster this time. Um, my main salt is that I'm giving up on Leviathan. And I know Nikki's not here to like, oh, no, don't give up on Leviathan. But no, Nikki, done. It's over. Um, <laughs> I don't believe in Leviathan. It was never real. You guys are playing on a wrong, a different server. Um, no, I, I do have to like say a big thank you to, again, Caitlin Tentacle Mom, a.k.a. Uh, her Twitter now is uh, Star Tits, I think, which is, I'm like, okay. Um, she's, like, legit, like, yo, we won't need to get you get you on Leviathan. And, like, she would legit, like, message me at, like, 2 in the morning because she's in Australia. Like, hey, it's open right now. And I'm like, no, I'm asleep. Um, <laughs> so I wouldn't see it. you're asleep. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't see it until, like, I'd wake up. And I'm like, well, it's too late now. And then so... The great login debacle is that she was like, yo, give me your information. Go ahead and change your password. And then I'll try to log in because she's like, I'm on different time zone. I see it all the time. Um, I'll log in for you, get you in, and boom, you can play. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, She goes, and so, of course, this is like, I'm going to bed now. Good night. Good luck. 
I wake up and there's like all these emails like somebody from Australia was trying to hack your Final Fantasy or whatever. And so I'm like, oh yeah, the whole issue of like logging in from a different country when I just logged in from the United States. This is going to look kind of suspicious. So then she's like, well, I'll try it on um, PS4. And I didn't, it didn't dawn on me that like she would have to buy another account. Um, oh, yeah. And she didn't do the free one. So, like, I, I think she bought, like, a $30 thingy for her PS4, then tried it again, and then, again, it was like, no, homie, we're not letting you in. Um, so, like, she tried everything. I think there was even one time I was driving home. She was like, call your wife right now. Tell your wife to log in for you. And then she was like, oh, never mind. It changes when you log in. Like, it's just, you know, the way it looks before you create a character. And when you create a character, it's like, no, there's no Leviathan. So I'm just like, well, oh, well, I had this whole thing planned out that I was going to be King Cat Daddy. I was going to walk around and I was going to join Team No Hetero and like we were going to have a good old time. But no, I'm just I'm tired. I don't want to I don't want to play Leviathan no more. By this point, like Nikki's like posting on Twitter that she's crying about it because it's so good. And she's like on the third expansion. And I'm like, you're not going to play with me. I'm like level three. You're like a level like. A thousand and one so it's not even gonna be fun for you Aww. so i'm like whatever go have fun with your cat wife i'll be here by myself that was so sad. yeah so i'm just like meh i'm done i'll be here by myself um, pouting yeah <laughs> so so unless everybody wants to jump onto a brand new server and start from the get-go which i doubt because they have all the cool gear like caitlin was all like hanging out at like the gay beach with all the pretty gay cat wives and i'm like well I had to take a picture from far away of the fireworks. I'm like super sad, like a dork. Everybody's at prom and I'm on the outside of prom taking pictures. So I'm like, screw you, Leviathan people. I'm going to go play Hellblade now. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and like, I was so excited. Yeah, because I had like this stupid event that was going. It's probably over now where it's like, hey, go to the beach and see the fireworks. And so like, I got my character like this, like, bathing suit and i thought she looked all hot i'm like oh she's gonna look all hot all the cat wives are gonna love her and it's like no because like you can't you're not invited to the the beach party because you're a loser yeah it was pretty sad so no leviathan for me i'm done sorry nikki um have fun with all your cat wives um (laughs) and then my uh um other salt was i guess like chris pratt and anna ferris called it quits and it just made me really mad and sad that i'm like oh they're going through a legal separation right now yeah so i'm like boo um i love how our legal advisor okay (laughs) it's like they're going through a legal separation to be precise um in utah there is a distinction i'm not sure about where they live but i think they're yeah in california probably but I was like, oh, they were like, you know, the, hey, the funny couple. And then you're like, oh, mom and yeah. dad are getting a divorce. Like, no. It's always like that when celebrities get divorced yeah. that, like, have, yeah, that you're like, oh, I like these people and they're getting divorced. I don't know how I feel. Anymore. Yeah, it's, so it's weird. And then, like, yeah, and then they're like, they, they seem so, like, he, like, had the, like, this year, I think, the, like, star walk of fame thingy. And was like, you know, Anna, you're my, you're my star. You're blah, blah, you know, saying all this nice stuff, and they're like, yeah. I mean, they are actors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like secretly. <laughs> I'm like, I want to murder you, but I love you. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. They had me. Like I'm like, oh, I really thought they were awesome. 
But um, yeah. So they called it. I'm sorry. I got salty. Well, how dare you? I mean, if legal separation in California is like (laughs) it is in Utah, it might not end in divorce. Oh, so it is. I I don't know. Thing. I don't know. I don't know shit about California law, so you're on your own. <laughs> I don't think even California knows shit about California law, so they play by ear here. So that's just so, way yeah. Good. Yeah, exactly. I love how Jake and I live in the same state, but it's like, like two different, nowhere near yeah, each other. It's like two different places. Yeah, it's like it's two a different big states. Yeah, two different states. Yeah. Like to be fair, yeah. it is a really big state. Yeah. Jake and I live in the Wild West, and, like compared to Utah, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Utah's kind of Wild West. Yeah. No man's land. You ever been to St. George? It's like all red, dusty rocks. and. The only place I've ever been in Utah is the Salt Flat. Yeah. Like the big Salt Flat thing where they film car commercials and, and stuff. That one scene in Pirates of the Caribbean 3. Oh yeah, that, I've been there, and I stood on that salt flat, and I, I squatted down on the salt flat, and I touched it, and I was like, it's salty. <laughs> I think it's really funny that the only place I've ever been on in Utah is the salt flat, and I'm on the salt hey! Now you gotta go to the Great Salt Lake and complete the circuit. Yeah. Complete the circuit. Uh, don't go but... to the Great Salt Lake, it's stinky. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> We've got the Salton Sea in uh, Southern California, and that stinks. Yeah, there's no outlet uh, for the Great Salt Lake, so all the water just kind of, like, festers in there. Yeah, it's all stagnant and gross, yeah. All right. Well, one of the things I did while my mom was visiting is that we all watched uh, The Jungle Book uh, 2016, so the uh, CGI Mm live-action hybrid one. Um, And it was pretty good. I mean, I liked it. Um... But I have some questions for the yeah. filmmakers. And I've I've got mad salt about this movie. So Sher Khan, <laughs> like, if you don't if you all don't remember, Sher Khan is the tiger. Um, tiger. So Sher Khan has this scene towards the beginning of the film after the wolves send Mowgli away. They're like, mm-hmm. he's gone, you know, don't worry about it anymore. Sher Khan straight up murders the alpha wolf of the pack. Yeah. Right yeah. in front of the pack, throws the body off the cliff and is like, fuck you. And yep. none of the wolves don't even sneeze. There's like a hundred of them. There's a yeah. hundred wolves oh. and one tiger, and they don't just rip him to shreds. Like, yo, wolves are no joke. <laughs> I, I'm heartbroken. Have you seen this movie, Jesse? <laughs> I have not. My mom took my niece to see it, uh, one of my nieces, and uh, she said she enjoyed it. But no, I haven't seen I the think live it's action on, one. on Netflix. It is right on now. Netflix. That's how we watched it. Um, I it I love. Movie. Yeah, I love the cartoon Jungle Book. That's my jam. Like that. Like I mean, we did talk we about did talk this about on this, Twitter. and I tried to play it off like <laughs> I didn't have that picture on my computer, uh, which I don't. I just magically found it. Don't judge me, Jesse. Um, <laughs> but like Jungle Book is my freaking jam, and so when this when we were watching this, I was like a dang freaking seven-year-old kid again like Bagheera and Mowgli and it's you know like and then I'm like it's Ben Kingsley and it's freaking uh Christopher Walken yes Christopher freaking Walken freaking King King Louie Louie. oh my god so freaking good um who's um who's blue again it's freaking um Uh, Bill Murray Murray. I'm and Shere Khan, Khan is Idris Elba. Is, is Idris Elba everybody's like 
crush. I don't care who you are. They got Lupita <laughs> Nyong'o as the uh, yes! female wolf. And so, name like, I don't remember right who, now. Yeah. Oh, she was. She played. Um. Oh Raksha, I think, is her name. Raksha. Yeah. And so, like, legit, I'm like watching this starry-eyed, loving every moment of it. Like, so Idris Elba, hell yeah, he's the best Shere Khan ever. And Baloo, hell yeah. And then freaking kills Akila. And I'm like, yo, he's gonna just walk up and murk the freaking alpha There's wolf. One of him. And I understand that tigers aren't any joke either. Tigers are super yeah. tough. But there's but one of him and there's a hundred yeah. wolves. Who's and it's gonna a, win yeah, this it's fight? A, it's a hunting pack of wolves. Like, hell no, you're not gonna take out the alpha like that. They don't even move. I got so pissed and I was pissed off at the rest of the movie. Like like, I freaking hate you, John Favreau. I don't care how you say your last name. You suck because you, like, Akilah's like a badass. And then Raksha's even more of a badass. I think they call her the demon in, like, Ruyer Kipling's book. So I'm yeah. like, she should have killed. Is, this is based <sighs> more off of the book than the Disney movie. Off of Kipling. So yeah. I and don't, so, oh. and I, I don't know enough about the book to, I was able to recognize, yes, this is based more off the book. But I don't know if that's a scene that happens in the book. No, I uh, doubt it's it. It's not. I you don't know. Doubt it. No, I don't know. But I let doubt us know Twitter. But it's, yeah. even if it is, <laughs> let us know. Are you Ruyer Kipling fans, let us know. Hit us up. Even if it's podcast. even if it is a scene from the book, it's stupid. I can't, I can't believe that's a, a, a book scene. Like to me, like it makes sense for the plot. You know, he comes and overthrows it. Blah blah blah. Okay, but well, what I'm else like, would have worked for the plot is if Shere Khan just stalked Mowgli. The entire yeah. time, and just it like he did realistic. in the cartoon. <laughs> just like he did in the cartoon. Yeah, that was a listen. The cartoon. One of my favorite parts of the cartoon. This is such a weird part to remember. Um, is like when the snake gets hit in the head. <laughs> it's like my sinuses. <laughs> like every time. The poop. At, like as an adult, I know I it's still like laugh. I can't hand. I watched that again recently as an adult and could not handle that Winnie the Pooh was the voice of God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then like Baloo went on to be like Frollo and the Elder God in Legacy of Game. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Disney used like... a lot of the same voice actors over and over again, unsurprisingly. Yeah. Mo- much like any other yeah. uh animated movie company. But um yeah, man, I was like so unbelievably mad about this scene in the jungle book and yeah the rest of the movie is fine like it's it's good the cgi sometimes wasn't very convincing um but other times it was really good like uh king louis in particular looks really good and scary and his his fur is all matted and disgusting and he looks really good (laughs) but um yeah and they make up for the fact that like orangutans actually don't live in india (laughs) so they use like an ancient alternate yeah he's a gigantopithecus which is an ancestor of the orangutan which did live in central asia and india did live in india yeah Yeah. uh and was also that big because that was one thing that my sister started to get mad about. It's like, orangutans aren't that big. I'm like, well, he's not an orangutan. He's a gigantopithecus. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, if she's going to get angry about that, she has to acknowledge that orangutans would not have lived there. <laughs> like, a normal orangutan. Like <laughs> One thing at a time, though. Yeah. <laughs> you guys became we were, zoologists. We were all still it. mad about the wolf thing. <laughs> oh, man. 
I'm not gonna lie. I wish I was videotaped when it happened because I like legit got like, like if I was like a thug in like a turf war or something like that. Like, it's like how know these fools like coming on my turf front and like it was ridiculous. I was so pissed. Like, oh my god. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why I take it so seriously, but I was just like, no way. A pack of a pack of wolves. It's just so absurd that yeah he would get away with that. That's. That's what made me annoyed, I guess, was that, is that like I'm willing mm. to accept a lot of bullshit, but <laughs> that that was I up with that I would not put this yeah. this idea that one tiger could control an entire wolf pack with fear. That was me when uh when we went to see the Dark Knight Rises. Like I pull I put up with a lot of shit, okay? But like when fucking Batman, whose fucking back had just healed from being broken, crawls out of this fucking hole in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. He has no passport, he has no money, he has nothing. He doesn't even really know where he is and somehow makes it back to Gotham in that amount of time. I was like, oh, no, yeah. I was no, mad about I absolutely that too. will uh. not. Like I turned to my mom cuz I was there with my family. You know, we have family movie nights sometimes yeah. you know uh and I, I turned to her i was like no there's no way there's absolutely no way and my mom's like shh i'm like no no I actually i think shh. when i went to see that with my mom she was the one who turned to me and was like how did he get there yeah. <laughs> i was like fuck you nolan i'm leaving oh my god how dare you no the last straw for me was and we were watching this at a, like a drive-in was when they were like John Blake is gonna be Batman. I'm like, okay, all right. Oh. And like, they, they, you know, they had all these like little like things or whatever. Like, oh, maybe he's this person, whatever. And then they're like, oh, I like your real name. And I'm like, Richard Grayson. Easy, Richard Grayson. Yeah. And they're like, Robin. I was like, I know. I, I know. Out of the I car. Remember, yeah, that I, pissed me off. I remember too. rolling my car. eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, Me, no, fucking, no. I can write a twenty-page paper on why the Christopher Nolan Batman movies piss me the fuck off. Like, it, you know, I try, I try so yeah. hard because I know it's hard to like make these movies of things that people love to be like, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, but they're, they're just. The, I think the Dark Knight Rises was the biggest offender. Yeah, because yeah. I, like, that I actually film, liked one and two. Like, they were fine. Yeah. Um, I liked them quite a bit, but three was really disappointing, and I just had so many questions. Chief among them being, why does Bane sound like Sean Connery? (laughs) He sounds like a vaudeville villain. He sounds like Sean Connery. Yeah, it's terrible. I I feel like I feel like um, is it Tom Hardy? Is that who played him? Yeah, Tom Hardy. Which it was a really weird casting choice. I think they like, just picked him because he could get so Bane. swole or whatever. And I even remember then, people at the time, they were like, Tom Hardy? Real? Really? Him? Him? Yeah. Really? really? Yeah. But you know what? Like, at the same time, that's how I was about Heath Ledger when they cast him as Joker. I was like, yeah, Casanova? Really? Yeah, I doubt it. People um, also felt the same yeah. way about Christian Bale, if I remember correctly. They were like, Patrick <laughs> yeah, no, Really? <laughs> yeah, Christian Bale? Yeah. But, and then I think Nolan, like, has, like, a sweet tooth for <laughs> Hardy anyways, because... Um, well, he's in, uh, Inception. Are you, are, are you, uh, are you shipping them right now? <laughs> no. You heard it here first. I, no. Jake ships Christopher Nolan and Tom <laughs> Hardy. No, 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 Jesse. I ship myself with, uh, Hardy. Um. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Oh, self-insert. Oh, now we're getting somewhere. No. Okay, so I used to be. The truth come out. I used to be on this other, like, comic book podcast, and I legit mm-hmm. made a t-shirt because, um, uh, my wife 
came up with this phrase where it says, oh, you're hardy for hardy. So <laughs> I, I had this shirt made on Public, but you'll probably never find it. I don't think. I hope not. But yeah, I have this t-shirt that says I'm hardy for hardy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you can judge me, please do. I don't. <laughs> you have I don't right judge to. you. <laughs> I don't judge you either. This is just endearing. But, um, yeah, no, but like same thing. Well, like, what a character backstory. <laughs> right? The full arc of Jake. Jake Leinart has a baby. Raps about stupid nerdy stuff. Has a hearty for hearty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the people's champ, Jake Leinart. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so uh, what were we talking about? Um, um, I was talking about my song. Jungle Book. Yeah. Yeah, the Jungle Book. Yeah. Let's go back to Jungle Book. Well, I think I'm pretty much done talking about the Jungle Book. That was all I was mad about was that oh, scene okay. with the wolves. Um, I, in my efforts to be less of a couch potato, have started going to the gym more often um, and have engaged in a fair bit of gym shaming since then because oh, there's snap. there's always enough gym shaming to go around at Vasa oh fitness God. let me <laughs> i feel you Kay. i think we're gonna I get in on this you. together hashtag gym shaming let's do it but um <laughs> uh for the most part i just want to go fast i'm into running so i go on my treadmill and i jog for however long and nobody really bothers me for the most part um i guess I guess, like, that's enough walls to put up for for dudes not to bother you in the gym. Like, okay, she's got headphones in, and she's running in place. <laughs> she clearly doesn't want to talk to me. But, um, like, sometimes, you know, I kind of want to get strong, too. So sometimes I want to lift mm-hmm. weights. And that's where the gym shaming begins. If you're going to lift weights at the gym... Do not occupy multiple pieces of equipment at the same time. Put your dumb you do your dumbbell exercises and then put the dumbbells back and then go do your bench exercises and then leave the bench and then go do your squat rack exercises and leave the squat rack. Don't occupy all of those things at the same time. That's bullshit, especially not at like 5:30 p.m. on a weeknight. What are you doing? Also, put your fucking weights away. What are you doing? Why do people do this? I'm small, and lifting three to six 45-pound weight plates to put them away is a workout in itself for me. Like, it's it's hard. hard. And, like, so don't do that. Put them away. Don't be a jerk. Also, use the equipment for its intended purpose. Swear to God, I saw a guy hanging upside down off the bar in the squat rack. I... Why was he doing that? Oh, yeah, I was about to say, what was he doing? He was doing hanging... Just hanging upside down? He was doing hanging crunches. But why? Do you have that problem where, like, guys... Like, like I've seen a lot of guys, they don't... Que- so, like, for me at the gym, like, I do my cardio and then I lift weights. Um, I do resistance training and stuff. And, like, they there'll be a lot of guys that just don't wipe off the machine after they use it which you're supposed to like they provide us stuff to do that and it's like okay but your swamp ass is all over this machine <laughs> and like i have to clean your swamp yeah. ass off of no the that's not so much a problem at my gym i found at least at least people are courteous Ugh. about that um Ugh. and like also just like, yeah, to more, more to the point with this guy hanging off the bar, another thing he did was he went on one of the, like, you know those benches that people use for bench pressing? With, you know, they got, like, the bar. Mm-hmm. He was doing um, one-handed uh, handstand push-ups 
on what? that. <laughs> Again, you go to the gym with like I'm trying to why? get in movies or something. Like, why? Why yeah. there? Like, if you want the want it to be off balance, why not get a Bosu ball and go do it in the corner on the oh, astroturf like everybody else? Oh, oh my god! What like, what the douche. fuck? Was he just showing off? <laughs> For somebody, Probably, was this like a honestly. weird, a weird way of like negging? I don't understand. It was the, so. Was he kind of muscular? <laughs> he or? was. He was extremely beefy. Um, yeah, so that was just that dude trying to be like, I'm an alpha male. Look at me do it's this. Like it's five thirty like, p.m. No one cares, dog. Like, yeah. On a weeknight <laughs> when the gym's busy, like, sir, I really need that squat rack that you're that you're hanging upside down in like yeah, a bat. Exactly. What you, can I just? Uh, how many sets you got left? Because I could, I would really like to use it for oh, its intended. Hilarious purpose if you don't mind yeah. um like i can only imagine like the working collar people coming in like look we got a big dinner this weekend so i'm gonna try to burn it off now so i can eat you know whatever and like get off the rack idiot like it's always stupid beef it's always dudes. men it's always like beefy it is dudes. like 100 of the time it's always beefy dudes not that there aren't dudes at the gym who are perfectly oh, yeah. fine but it's always the beef dudes who try to intimidate me off the yeah. machines too and I'm like, you see this hundred pounds of resistance I'm pushing against with my legs? That could be me pushing against your skull with a hundred pounds of resistance. Like, it's just there was uh, there was one night this week I had to um, do my after workout stretches just straight up on the astroturf because there were a set of three women that had taken a kettlebell a piece and a mat a piece so there were no, none of the yoga mats left but they weren't using the mats they would like do kettlebell exercises then lay down on the mats and do something else and i'm like okay do one or the other and then yeah. finish up and then put the thing away and then go get the other thing it's just just be polite for god's sake and also don't talk to me when i'm at the gym unless you have to like <laughs> You know, it's okay to be like, how many sets do you have left? How much longer are you going to be on that machine that's, like, necessary to coexist at the gym? But don't then use that as a way to, like, dive into a conversation with me. Like, I'm red in the face and sweaty and gross, and I don't want to talk to you. I got catcalled after I left the gym last time, which was yesterday. And it's like, why are you... Like, first of all, I hate catcalling. But I hate it especially, like when I look like I got hit by a truck, like, it looks like someone deflated the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. And, like, I fucking melt when I'm at the gym. And so, like, I'm walking around, like, just trying to fucking get some food after the gym in this parking lot. Like, five different men, five, all hollered at me, like, at different times. And I'm like, is this the real life right now? Like, what the fuck about, like post gym looks like i got hit by a truck is so appealing to you right now yeah i don't look good coming out of the gym i'm all like red and i have salt deposits on my skin from where i've been sweating on the treadmill and like (laughs) it's not it's Uh, not a good look don't talk to me (laughs) plus i've always got headphones in like i could not possibly be giving more signals that i don't want to talk to you but uh and then the last thing i have is that uh, just now, like, right before we started recording, I, um, well, on Sunday, I put together the basic pieces of Soifong's coat, right? And so just mm-hmm. now, before the podcast, I printed out the second division seal that she has on her back, um, cut it out, placed it just, I spent, like, 15 minutes placing this thing on the back of the coat, trying to make sure it was centered and looked good and wasn't crooked, and then I painstakingly traced it, 
and painted it on, only to realize that I did the kanji upside down. Oh no. It's like a Japanese too has like a short one on top and a long one on the bottom. Yeah, I reversed those. I'm really upset. <laughs> I I think I think it's fixable. I think if I make the one on the bottom longer, it'll be less noticeable that I fucked it up. But like, man, I'm mad at myself. I even checked the like double checked my reference image and I was like, yeah, it's fine. But it wasn't. And then I took a picture of it and I was going to post it to my cosplay Facebook page and I was like Wait, hold up. And I realized that oh, I fucked up. I just realized what the two kanji yeah. is. Cause yeah, it's similar to Um actually I think the the kanji is the one that's the same as Hansa. But yeah. Yeah, that's fixable. Yeah, I'll just I I'll just make the second you. one longer so it's less noticeable that it's upside down. And it won't look mm-hmm. like super accurate, but I'm not really worried about that. This is not a competition piece. Um it's just for funsies. Uh, but man, I was mad at myself. I like called my friend and I'm like, dude, I fucked up. I painted the kanji on upside down and they're like, oh no. And their idea to fix it was actually to make a patch because they got like a fancy embroidery machine. Um, and so they were like, well, we'll make a patch and we'll just embroider it over top and nothing will happen. But I'm like, but it won't look good. And like my original plan was to have the paint down. And then if I had time afterwards, I would hand embroider over the top. Um, cause I did hand embroidery for my Princess Zelda Skyward Sword costume and it looks really, really good and I like it a lot. So I was hoping to do that. Um, so that's why it, I don't want to do the patch, but mm-hmm. yeah, I hope, I hope my, my paint job will be able to fix it. But like, God, I'm, I'm salt. I'm so salt. Ugh. Why did oh, I do that? Sucks. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. that's what I it's got. It's like the... <laughs> yeah, it's always like the time when you feel like you're being extra careful that you like goof and do stuff like it's been that. Like, it took me like an hour to get this yeah. right, and I still fucked it up. God. I think I was doing that while I was like hanging curtains. I was like, no, this is the way it has to go. And it's like, no, this, this is awful. That's like, everybody thinks like going to art school is real easy. Uh, but like, if you fuck up writing a paper, you can just backspace. If you fuck up a painting, that's like hours yeah. of yeah. fixing. Yeah. And that's, that's my whole life. Like, if when I fuck up during the finals, I'm like, this is it. I'm not sleeping for 24 hours. Like, I just got to fix this. And uh, it's, it's a lot easier now that I'm, like, past my introductory classes. And it's, like, a lot of me doing digital work. But previous to that, like, you can't, you can't just backspace yeah. a fucking sculpture. Yeah, and yeah. For, <laughs> for sure, like, had my fair yeah, share of screw-ups doing my, my degree where it's like, oh, I... You know, it's like, oh, I did my citations wrong, or I have to do more research because um, this case law isn't what I thought it was. But that's that's like maybe a couple hours of work max. It's not nearly as bad. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. Well, I hope you fix it because sounds like it's a, a pretty cool cosplay. So. Yeah, I think it's turning out pretty good. Another thing I'm salty about that I didn't think about until just now is that the white fabric that I got because so like Soifong's coat is white on the outside and then there's like an orange lining um and the problem with that is that the white fabric's a little bit see-through so I have to get more I'm going to get some really cheap white fabric to go in between the white outer fabric and the orange lining but that's more money and it's it's going to be weight it's going to be quite heavy 
especially since it's a long coat. So I'm not very happy about that. But it's going to look like shit if I don't do it because you can see, you can very clearly see the orange through the white fabric. So that's annoying. Yeah. But what can you do? What can you do? Cosplay. <laughs> Cosplay. <laughs> it is, is it, your turn. Is it it's my... your turn. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm I'm Simba, like crouching in the grass <laughs> right now. Um, so my first piece of salt is fucking Nikki. Oh, Plastic Nikki. Uh, Shots fired, Nikki. <laughs> I, oh my, oof, oof. I'm booty tickled. <laughs> listen, Nikki, when you're listening to this, because I'm going to make you listen to this, even if you don't want to. She doesn't wanna. listen to our um, podcast. Come yeah. on. She doesn't listen to your yeah. podcast at all. And like, so. <laughs> she doesn't listen she, while she's she, on the podcast, according to last episode. Yeah. yeah. She left Kay hanging. Oh, we're just dragging her right now. <laughs> Fucking let's roast Nikki while she's gone. She's not even Fucking here to Nikki schedules a fucking, like, one-off D and D. I would be, you know what? I would be less booty tickled about this if if it was that she had like an ongoing campaign. But it, Nikki's like, oh yeah, this is a one-off D and D campaign that we're doing, and I scheduled it on the same day as the podcast. Okay, so fun fact: and we moved the podcast recording to Wednesday so that we could yep. accommodate her D and D schedule because we originally recorded on Tuesdays. Yep. Classic Nikki. Now she's fucking I'm it up with classic. more D and D. Hashtag classic Oh yeah, Nikki. yeah. Let's just fucking kick Nikki's ass right now, because I'm like I'm, whew, I am incensed. <laughs> um, but that is my uh, that is my feelings towards Nikki right now. That's my my first piece of salt. I I'm booty tickled about it because this is my debut as an official mm-hmm. person in this in this podcast, and I was feeling so warm and fuzzy. And fucking Nikki's like, oh, I, I gotta play D&D. And I'm like, you know what, Nikki? I could be playing D&D. There is so much I could be doing with this time, but I would rather put these guys first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So take that, yeah. Nikki. Put that up your butt and smoke it. <laughs> and then... <laughs> the- <laughs> She'll figure it out. She'll figure it out. She'll figure yeah. it out. Um, the- my second piece of salt... Uh, is uh, the fact that it is 2017. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. You don't... Oh, well, okay, yes. I was going to talk about Nazis, but as soon as I said it's 2017, I realized that I made that tweet about not being able to long-distance eat a pussy, even though it's the future. I'm still mad about that. Um, they're working on it, but it's not really the same. <laughs> Yeah, they are. They're, like, doing this thing where they're, like, making a machine that, like, you can make out into, and then long distance, your partner has the other part of the machine, and it makes out with them from far away. Like, if it's a tongue, then imagine what else you could use that for. On another note, (laughs) it's 2017, and I have to fight Nazis, and, you know, I'm real salty about it. Because I don't, I literally was in poli sci. I'm in poli sci right now. If you guys don't know, you probably know because I'm tweeting about it. And uh, it's it's poli sci in hard mode because it's like the worst political environment to be having discussions about shit with. And like right now, like I go into the bathroom stall and I go to take a piss and I'm staring at the stall door in front of me and there's just like homophobic graffiti. Like just no one can fucking stop like. Like, it's always existed, but it's kind of, like, now it's, like, no one's afraid of being, like, 
a douche canoe. And, like, there's always this fear of, like, is that a white power symbol? Like, there's just so much fear right now. Um, And I don't want to stress people out too much because that's not what they listen to the SALT report for. They listen to the SALT report to be salty with us and laugh um, about butthole jokes. (laughs) But, like, also, like, I was at the gym that the other day and they were playing fucking uh i'm swearing a lot sorry you guys (laughs) episode three of star wars and i'm like anakin i do not want to put up with your fascist bs right now like i i do not have time and like i look up at the the other tvs are playing the news and they're talking about charlottesville and then i look down and fucking palpatine's like i am the (laughs) senate right and i'm like i don't (laughs) i can't handle this right now right so to kind of uh, keep you warm in these hard times, I have compiled a short list of my favorite times in comics and movies uh, that like I have seen um, that people, heroes, our heroes, have beat down some Nazis. So I'm going to quickly go through them to keep you warm in this gentle time. Um, the first one is Captain America issue number one. Um, that came out in March 1941. Of course, we've got classic Captain America punching Hitler in the face. Um, fun fact about uh, that is that Simon and Kirby, um, uh, Jack Kirby, both fought in World War II. Uh, and in Kirby's biography, he talked about this. And like in the in his museum's website, um, they talked about one time. Uh, like at 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 the office, they would receive from time to time um, threats from like American Nazi sympathizers um, to like bottle of threats of bodily harm, to, like to stop publishing Captain America. To which uh, Jack Kirby was not intimidated. And uh, one time he was um, in the office, and he gets a call from downstairs, a call from the lobby from a neo-Nazi that like threatened him, um, and he's like well hold on i'm coming right down and jack kirby like rolls up his sleeves and he's gonna walk down to kick the shit out of this guy and the guy ran away like he wasn't there when he got yeah. down to the bottom floor because uh, at the end of the day all these people are fucking cowards yep. um so that's uh some fun facts you know about your good old-fashioned and uh throughout comics you'll see like especially any of the comics that they worked on um a lot of anti-nazi uh rhetoric because fuck that um i uh wonder woman you know movie just came out a uh, lovely lovely woman um punched some nazis uh one issue ni- uh wonder woman issue 240 um she punched the speedster uh out of a window <laughs> which yeah like that's a good old-fashioned punching if i've ever heard one um daredevil number one uh gut punch to hitler because that's really important um superman in 1941 uh he he's so pissed off that he didn't just punch one nazi he just fucking hauls out and punches a nazi ship okay (laughs) um hellboy we know hellboy has punched some nazis in his time so I don't I don't really have a favorite Hellboy Nazi punching um, event, but you know, I I this mysterious alt left must actually just be Hellboy. Like that is what the alt left is. Um, 
and you know he's not putting up with your crap uh a fun fact that i did find out that i have never read this comic but um in the tmnt adventures number 64 (laughs) that's right i'm talking about good old-fashioned ninja turtles um Raphael punched a uh, Hitler robot yeah. with the brain of Hitler. Uh, quality children's entertainment. Yeah, I do love it when a turtle does that. Oh, I think so if weird. you just Google, um, yeah, I think if you just Google search uh, "punch Nazi," it's one of the first um, pictures you see. Yeah, why is, Raphael? Because <laughs> Raphael's the most Brooklyn one, so he would he be the, the one closest. To <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you type in Punch Deece? Nazi, you get, uh, what's that one guy's name? Richard something or whatever? Dick Spencer. Yeah. That new, yeah, that, that douche <laughs> getting punched. He's like number one. <laughs> then you got like Indiana Jones. You got, you got your Captain America. Um, you got this weird thing that and says. fucking Raphael. And you got Raphael. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys all see that like- video that somebody compiled? You know, like in the, that scene in the first uh, Captain America movie where he's like, punching fake Hitler on a bunch of different stages and it's like no, no yeah. Oh, yeah that's Washington. also on my list someone put tagged on at the end the the image the uh, video of Dick Spencer getting punched in the side <laughs> of the head <laughs> um another fun fact that I think y'all should know uh when DC and Marvel teamed up in the 90s um one of their team ups uh the Joker was um, paired villain-wise with the uh, Red Skull, but when the Joker found out that the Red Skull wasn't just like, like his outfit wasn't just like a gimmick, like he actually was a Nazi, the Joker was like, "What the fuck? I may be a villain, but I'm an American villain," and uh, attacked him. Nice. <laughs> so, even the Joker was uh, like, "Hell even no!" The, <laughs> even the Joker was like, "Fuck no!" Like when the Joker says no to something, you know you fucked up. Um. <laughs> And then my final one for the comics is Uncanny Avengers number 25, um, where Magneto, who a lot of you know, um, was in an internment camp during the Holocaust uh, as part of his origin story. He, uh, a lot of shit happened with the Avengers versus X-Men and all this shit during this time. So, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on with the Dark Phoenix and whatever. Um, So... He, he's he's uh, pretty, you know, incensed, and uh, he beat up the Red Skull with his bare hands. No, uh, no weapons. Oh, no and then uh, crushed his head in with a brick, because he's motherfucking Magneto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then for movies, we've got the classic, as Jake mentioned, Raiders of the Lost Ark, 1981, Indiana Jones punching Nazis. Hell yeah. Quality. Yep. Get out some of that aggression. Uh, as Kay mentioned, Captain America, the first Avenger, 2011. You can uh, watch Cap punch fake Hitler in the face over and over and over again. Just repeat that scene over and over <laughs> and over again. Uh, and then you have, of course, X-Men First Class, 2011. Um, you can watch Eric uh, stab a Nazi in the hand with his own knife. Um, in Argentina, where a lot of Nazis actually did flee after World War II. Um, it's quite satisfying to watch, just to keep you warm. I haven't watched Inglorious Bastards, so I can't tell oh, you how... Uh, please watch yeah, Inglorious Bastards. Um, I, I probably am, because I have a lot of aggression, as you can tell by this list, um, of my top favorite comic and movie uh, Nazi punchings. But 
I hope that they keep you warm oh. in these dark times. Yeah. Just think of your heroes I, punching Nazis. It's why it makes me even fucking angrier that Marvel's pushing this yeah, fucking... Sorry, I'm incensed right now. <laughs> Hydra yeah. shit. And I don't want it. Nobody wants your Hydra shit. Like, the, I, I know I talked about this so much, you guys. I know I talk about, like, the fact that comics are so out of touch with fucking what's current events and how, like, comics have also always been based in, like politics like historically and like they have no fucking clue what's going on with the zeitgeist of like everything right now and i i know i talk about this but like if anybody if anybody gleans anything from this and you're gonna go into like making comics please consider consider that we don't like nazis like (laughs) please consider it consider that we don't want to enter our local comic book store and see someone dressed like a Nazi. Like, please. <laughs> well, the one that, I mean, I brought this up last time, too, but the problem, the one that really gets my goat about that is that they're trying to be like, no, they're different from Nazis. It's like, no, they're not. No, and anyway, not, yeah. even if they weren't, like, fucking, the Marvel movies have firmly cemented them as Nazis and associated yeah. with Nazis, and that's what most people are familiar with Hydra from nowadays, whether you like it or not. Marvel people aren't people don't know Captain America from the comics they know them from the movies and you gotta accept that and even in the comics like originally like Hydra was directly related to Nazis yes like a lot of the villains were related to Nazis because as I mentioned earlier Kirby was in World War II like like the direct connection to the villains and Nazis and so like to to be like to to just say that this is what we're gonna do now we're gonna like make everything hydra and like you know we're gonna have this gimmick where everybody's dressed up like hydra agents at the comic book store and blah 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 blah. people don't want it because they're like i go to school now and i see fucking like the iron cross on someone's backpack like over like a like a german flag like i don't need like to actually experience fictional nazis being shoved in my face as like the main plot when i'm going to school and like afraid of actual nazis you know what i'm saying and like they're not even making them like super villains it's more like oh this is a hot gimmick and not like oh this is i mean these are the villains blah 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 and like i understand if you want to talk about nazis in the sense of like okay like we're experiencing this this is a weird american anomaly that's happening right now and we want to talk about it in comics just like everything else like the civil rights movement blah 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 blah. but like at least make the bad guys the bad guys Mm -hmm. stop trying to take our heroes and turn them into fucking nazis so that you can sell comics because it's doing the exact opposite nobody wanted it not a single person (laughs) sorry that was my no it's it's needed though because i mean i to me that's why i kind of like i haven't been following comics for a while but just because not only is like (laughs) the online at least the community i was a part of like super toxic but like why like the whole like i don't know i feel like the way they're trying to play it is like oh yeah like cap was hydra the whole time and blah 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 but i'm like no it's stupid well, i think the plot like, line is that he's brainwashed or something which is stupid but yeah i don't know i it's, think it's re- well they back they backstepped um because when they when they first released it they were like oh are they is he brainwashed because he has been brainwashed before yeah. 
Um, they're like, no, he's been Hydra the whole time. They receive such a negative response from it that, um, and even the writer tried to defend himself by being like, well, this is my freedom as a writer. And we're like, yes, it is. It is absolutely your freedom as a writer. You write what you want to write, but we don't have to fucking read it. Um, and that's just the truth. And so they backstepped, like, even Chris Evans was like, I don't really like this new, uh, Captain America um direction and when captain america himself tells you <laughs> that he doesn't like the new captain america yeah. direction you got to do something so then afterwards they were like oh he was brainwashed sorry and it's like no 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 marvel i see you and i'm pretty sure like okay I- i'll have to do more research into this um this is just something that i find really interesting um i'm pretty sure uh the head of marvel um donated money to the trump campaign Uh, marvel ceo and donald trump enjoying a well-done stakes at a -a mar-a-lago this okay so yes he donated one million dollars to donald trump's campaign Mm. the ceo of uh marvel which i i i like i remember reading this i was like well and I, I would, I would love to give up on, like, I would love to be like, okay, I can't give Marvel my money. But there are a lot of good creators. There are a lot of good writers. Um, the, the Miss Marvel team, for example, like that's one comic that I just keep picking up. Um, and so I don't, I don't want to abandon like the artists and the writers who are working hard because that's what they want to do. Um, but there is some, there is some shady shit happening, mm. um, even in the comic industry. Uh. And so I like I just I just want people to be aware, I guess, is my biggest thing. It's like you're consuming a product um, and as a consumer, you have a voice and your voice is like the money you choose to give to something. And you like as a as a writer, people have all the right in the world to write what they want to write. And that's fine. Um, But we also have a voice as a consumer to say, I'm not going to put up with it. Yep, exactly. That's why we need you Sorry, on the podcast. I mean to get serious. No, that's why we need you on the podcast. <laughs> we need, we got a cosplay master. We need a comic book master. So it's all good. And I'm the one that just rambles. <laughs> but what the fuck is Nikki? Comedy Final, Final, Final Fantasy Tank. Yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen consultant. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Final Fantasy fourteen consultant. <laughs> I'm worried about her. <laughs> she can't even podcast because she's playing the game. That's hilarious. I started crying. I had no idea when I was editing that last episode, and you're like, "Hello, did, did, I know you're in the. I know Jesse's in the bathroom. Where are you, Nikki?" She's like, "I'm checking on my squad." I'm like, are you kidding me? And then like, I was looking at the pictures that she had put in the what's it called the, the chat, and I'm like, the "Chat? Why does she have her TV and behind her laptop?" And so then I got to that part. Play Final like, Fantasy 14 while she playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like. We need to. This episode turns into an interview. It is. Right here. So, like, She's, next episode, we're going to have the banner. Means that she needs to be here. So, yeah. No, this is us planning the intervention. And then next episode. Us, and she doesn't listen to the she, podcast. She won't know. So she'll never yeah. know. She won't know. <laughs> I remember when, like, when you mentioned you were doing your, your uh, bleach cosplay, I put, like, all this edits on her voice because she freaked out. And she's like, you edited my voice? And I'm like, oh, you don't listen to us. Yeah, I edited your voice. (laughs) 
I loved, okay, your editing for the last episode had me crying, uh, Jake. Okay, here's another thing, too. Since we're, we're, since we're, like, bashing on Nikki, Nikki always sends me her audio, like, over the weekend or something like that. So, like, last episode was the first time I got it early. <laughs> I could have time to edit and add. So, like, I had, like, the whole weekend and everything just to keep on adding, like, hip-hop air horns and beats and then like at the end i actually it was it's me actually playing piano to her doing the like final fantasy come if i'm that's me actually playing the keyboard to what she's singing so you're such a lit person jake (laughs) i try (laughs) but also why the fuck does nikki not send you your audio like right she's playing final fantasy 14 She's like, bye, guy. It like, me like a and Kay. To convert, just send it right away. <laughs> we were just talking smack about her. Me and Kay have a great relationship because we stay after the podcast and chit chat about life. I send pictures of my baby. She tells me about her job, and and the, but we don't know anything about Nikki other than she schedules D and D on days that she should be podcasting with us. Uh. Let me tell you, I know a lot about Nikki, and that's most of what I know about her. <laughs> Like I come to I come to fucking visit her. We're dragging her. I come to visit <laughs> baby, visit her, her and I just I I just can't I don't understand. We went to go see Power Rangers and I asked her a question <laughs> like I asked her a question and I'm talking to her and she turns to me in the theater and then she goes shh and I'm like okay, that's how it is with her. So then she starts talking to me, right? She doesn't shush me. Then later I go to talk to her again and she's like shh. So we leave Right. And I'm like, Nikki, Nikki, I, I love you with all my heart. You know this, right? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, but if you ever fucking shush me again, I'm breaking your nose. Like, <laughs> like, don't. <laughs> don't do it. Don't double standard me. Like, if you're going to do something. Uh, we love you, Nikki, is what we're trying love to you, say. Love you, Nikki. Please um, come back to the podcast. We love yeah. you, Nikki. You're not listening to this. What, what, you're what, not here. Why are we bothering? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. Hey, should we get into some imported salt? Maybe we should. Wrap yeah. this up. <laughs> right on. So um, the first one comes from the Guardian of Gifts, Gifs, or Jeffs, however you want to pronounce that. That's Antinot Plus. A whole bunch of people um, just so- got really mad. <laughs> I know. I got, I got really I can't help it. Do you give a gift at Christmas? You get a Jeff at Christmas. That's why I say Gif, Gifs, or Jeffs. However you want. I say, I know that the creator said GIF, but I'm like, what is a GIFT? Do you get a GIFT on your birthday? Christmas? Sorry, continue, Jake. So, hello. This week I've been playing an old Neo Geo game. Uh, Arrow, is it Aero Fighter? Arrow, yeah. Arrow Fighter? Okay. Arrow Fighters 2. I didn't get to play that one. Everything was fine for the first nine levels, and then the final level decides to throw a curveball and not allow continues during the mission, instead of... Um, instead forcing you to restart the level from the very beginning each time. This was very frustrating when reaching what I assume is the final boss on one life left and dying, only to restart the infuriating death orb segment over again. Um, given that this is an arcade port, it was a lot of credits to keep uh, reattempting um, the end of the game, especially when I died roughly the same amount uh, for the en- entirety of the nine levels preceding it combined. Uh, maybe I'll just kick the difficulty down a notch, but the fact that the continue system is different in the last area was annoying. So that's my mini rant. Yeah, that's weird. What's up with that? 
Yeah, for it to change all of a sudden. I don't know. But some of these older games, like, I was thinking about this earlier. Like, why were they so, like, there was this Nintendo game called Bayou Billy. Oh. That was, like, the oh, yeah. hardest thing that, ever. That one's infamous. Yeah, like, I never got past, like, I think me and my cousin used to play it. And we got to the second level. And it was, like, the most glorious thing we had ever accomplished in our lives as little kids like <laughs> yeah i was watching a p- playthrough of like super star wars empire strikes back and it's like the hardest fuck- <laughs> it just drops you in at like hard mode it's like uh good luck yeah. and <laughs> like you have no preamble like the game just starts and it's just like why is this so hard yeah. just yeah old especially games hard like, and yeah and then especially with these ports like they let you like blaze mm. through them like i think um metal slug 3 i got that on like steam like it just lets you continue as much as you want but i'm like back in the day like mm-hmm. no you couldn't so it's kind of weird that yeah through all the other nine levels you're fine you get to level 10 and it's like no you got to start from the beginning every time you die that would yeah and yeah, like sometimes it's just a weird design choice and sometimes it's something that's happening because a lot of old games are held together with like silly string and chewing gum and yeah. no one really knows how anything works and it's all just yeah. a hot mess is that a glitch or is it a feature yes yeah yeah exactly <laughs> we made this using toothpaste and hope Enjoy. the pokemon games like red red blue green in in particular oh, uh... are barely holding together which is why they're so amazing i had runs. I played red for a long ass time. I'm glad to know that it wasn't just me though. Now that I like when I was a, when I was young, I was like, "Fuck, what am I what am I doing with this?" And like, why am I so bad? And now Kay has yeah. finally revealed to me the truth. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. you? It was the game. Those, those games. I mean, they function for the most part, but there's a lot of like just weird glitches in the original Pokemon games that can happen because you. Like, like, there's one in Pokemon Yellow where if you if you talk to the Jigglypuff in one of the Pokemon centers, and so like Pikachu falls asleep if you do that, right? And then if you like walk back and forth a certain number of times and then leave the center, the game just falls apart. It's so strange. I don't know why that happens. I like it's just it just does because these games are barely holding together with duct tape and like yeah. and like. This is Twist this ties. game is yeah. me. <laughs> Same. That's how I'm held together. But um, yeah, they're just they're just like a hot mess. You should watch Pokemon speedruns sometime because they're just like just a disaster. Like the gl- the ones that allow glitches because there's just so many ways to break those games without doing anything. It's crazy. Good times. <laughs> Yep. All right, should I take the next one? Sure. Okay, Old Man Dark Souls at Steps Vayu says, I've been working through time trials in the Crash Bandicoot trilogy for trophies. Jesus, holy fucking Christ. <laughs> That's all I had to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Crash Bandicoot looks like a bad time. <laughs> I haven't played those games since childhood. Yeah. And I don't. And the, like... I've been watching a couple people play like the remake or whatever on YouTube, and or the, I'm guessing that's whatever. what he's talking about. Yeah, so they yeah they put that out, and it, it's it looks like nothing's changed other than I guess the graphics look a lot better. I, I just went to look this up, um, and I hated this game. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Yeah. There you have it. <laughs> there you have it. But enjoy, uh, oh, Stephen. <laughs> he looks like a Dorito. He always has. Oh, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> he certainly <laughs> doesn't look like. And a his jorts. <laughs> His jorts that he, you are so right, but they're kind of like, um, they're kind of like, what the fuck do you call those? The like, like, like my mom calls them pedal pushers, but that's not usually what they're pushers. called. They're like, you know, where like, there's only like an inch away from your ankle. Oh, uh, like the. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> next time. What it is. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> I almost said next time on Game Grumps. (laughs) No, that's something different. No, we are not affiliated with the Game Grumps. Oh, God, please don't sue us. They're not listening to this. They have other things to worry about. Yeah. They've got their G-Cast or whatever their podcast is called. I know, but I don't want anyone to be like, hey, um, so these guys talk shit about my favorite thing yeah. on salt podcast so we're gonna make yeah, sure they don't that- oh my god please no they got ninja yeah no they don't they got ninja brian running their twitter so they don't see anything it's all ninja brian from ninja sex party Thank ninja brian oh, yeah ninja brian. he's 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 too busy being a ninja to actually care about people tweeting at him um okay and then like i just threw this in there because we missed the week or whatever, but just in the um, regular Twitter feed or whatever, um, Vader Van Odin actually tweeted at us to confirm that, yes, they do have... Surf Santa's Santa. real. Surf Santa's real. And he actually even sent us... A, I'm going to put it at the end of the episode, the song, but it's called a... Because he's actually from New Zealand. A very Kiwi Christmas, uh, because they call New Zealanders Kiwis because of the bird. Um and it's I have a kiwi from New Zealand, like a stuffed one that my friend brought me back from New Zealand. <laughs> it makes the weirdest fucking noise when you, I hope that's exactly what they sound like. I hope you're trying to sleep at night in New Zealand and that's what you hear in the distance. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty awesome listening to this song because they're like, we know it's Christmas when like beach flowers are blooming, and I'm like, really? <laughs> And it's like sincere and real the way we're like, we know it's Christmas when it starts snowing. Like we're dreaming of a white Christmas and they're like, hey, it's 98 degrees out and we're on the beach. So um, is there snow in Utah? Oh, yeah. We get lots of snow. Um, oh, not as much in the valleys, but in the, on the mountains, like we got lots of ski hills and, you know, they always say the best snow on earth or whatever. Um, yeah. it's, oh, yeah. it's, what a, I am such a fool. I am like over here. Like, is there is there uh, snow in Utah? And then I just remembered that there's like all these commercials at yeah. Christmas time about skiing in Utah. And, also, and now I feel like an idiot. I also just realized I said a lot of snow, but like I guess six inches or less isn't a lot of snow. So um, it's enough to ski with. But most you of the time. UK experience snow. I do experience snow. You know, it's another fun thing. You know how else I know. It's Christmas. I know it's Christmas when the air turns to poison because of the inversion. It's great. Right around December, January, February is when the inversion gets the worst. Again, I've explained this before, but basically all the pollution from the cars kind of settles in the valley because we're surrounded on all sides by mountains. So it just kind of settles there and like hangs in the air and makes everybody really, really sick. And it's gross. And then sometimes a big gust of wind will blow it out. Um, and you know it's an inversion and not fog because if you drive up the mountain, you get above the inversion and can see sunlight. 
So beautiful. Yeah, it's great. I usually know it's Christmas when all the decorations come out in September, so... Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. The, the decorations are already coming out. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know Joanne I know. has I their at... Halloweens and Christmas stuff out already. Yeah, I went to Michael's, and I'm, like, going through the Halloween stuff, and I'm like, da 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 and I, I look over, and it's fucking, I'm like, no. <laughs> no, Christmas like, I'm vibrating. Film. I guess if you have like, to I'm make like, it's things, not... it makes sense to put them out a little earlier, because, like, you got But they're, like, full, flo- they're full-blown decorations. Like, they're yeah. done. Like, they're completed. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, I love Christmas, which is kind of funny because my mom is pagan. Like, I think that's hilarious. We technically celebrate Yule, but like a lot of Yule traditions are very similar to Christmas traditions for a lot of reasons. I mean, the Christians had to get it from somewhere. Yeah, like a lot of like, especially because when they were trying to get like pagans to join the church, like one of the things that they did was like indoctrinate like a lot of these traditions. So I actually don't miss anything from Christmas except for like we don't have like a little baby Jesus somewhere. Uh, but when I went to high school, we had to watch an a play from the Middle Ages about Jesus, so that was an adventure at Christmas time. Uh, but like, I love the holidays. Like, I just love it. Like, I just love spending the holiday season. But I also am very much like I do not listen to Christmas music oh, until Christmas music. Thanksgiving is over. Like, yeah. I don't. Li- I don't want to listen to end. Christmas music until like Christmas Eve. I just don't like it. it we've yeah. been listening to the same fifty songs for the past exactly. one hundred years, and I'm tired of all of them. Um, and I also think it's kind of funny that I love it when the Halloween decorations come out three months early, but when the Christmas decorations come out three months early, I'm like, no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah. I just like Halloween, okay? It's fun. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I like that we have, like, a year-round Halloween store out here. I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but... Zerkers has Halloween what? stuff year-round. Yeah, we've... We would have, like, kind of like, you know, like, in the strip malls, you always have, like, that one shop that's abandoned. So then, like, every year, it's, like, the one Halloween costume party. Spirit Halloween. Exactly, yeah, those guys. Yeah. They have one that's... Spirit is owned by, uh, you know the store Spencer's? Oh, okay, it's owned by them. Spencer's owns Halloween store, yeah? Oh, that nice. makes sense. The spirit yeah. store specifically. So we have one that's open year-round in my area, so, like, you can go Halloween. That's crazy. Yeah. So what a fucking adventure. Yeah, Zerkers around awesome. here has Halloween stuff um, all year round. But I did notice that there is a spirit Halloween going up in an empty building uh, near my work right now. I was like, oh, it's happening. It's Halloween <laughs> season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So- the Halloween season is when I start baking. Like, this is my baking season. It's the pumpkin spice season. <laughs> yeah. So... Thank you, everybody, for uh, sending in your tweets. Thank you, Vader, for confirming Surf Santa is real and for the super sweet Kiwi Christmas song. Um, With that, uh, where can we find everybody on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter as at Humanity Upgrade. You can find my cosplay Facebook page um, as Crowfeather Cosplay. Cool. Me? Yes. Sure. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'll get used to this. Uh, you can find me at, at Filthy Wizard on Twitter, and you can find my uh, Tumblr at Filthy Magic User on Tumblr because someone took Filthy Wizard and I'm salty about it. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Lionheart. 
Um, what else do I have? Ah, that's all I'm going to plug right now. <laughs> all our links, though, if you're on Fireside at the saltreport.fireside.fm, all our links, if you hit the host tab, you'll find our little cool cartoon pictures. You can click on those, and it'll have all our links to tumblers and all that. Actually, I need to add your... Um, your Facebook, though, okay? I forgot to do that. But <laughs> it'll be up by the time you guys are listening to this. So if you want to go see the cool cosplay, hit over to the host section. Click on Kay's name. Boom. There you go. Um, and it's all there. And, hey, if you're there at <laughs> saltreport.fireside.fm, go ahead and click the contact tab. You can send us your salty stories. We'll read them on the podcast. Um, if you're on iTunes... Why don't you be like our good friend, uh, Chris Mosher, who uh, left us a review at five stars. Um, be more like Chris, ladies and gentlemen. Just do it. I even rapped about it last episode where my last line was, leave us five stars in a review. Yeah, you so also I'm- left a five-star <laughs> review on our podcast page, didn't you, Jake? I did, <laughs> and I put, Jake Corazon de Leon. So, it's like, I wonder who yeah. that is. <laughs> Mm. Uh, yeah, I wonder. That could be anyone. Um, yeah, so if you want to use a fake name, do it. As long as it's five do stars it. and a review. Uh, we appreciate it a lot. It actually gets us moving up the, the charts and the list and all that stuff. Gets us more friends, more salty stories to share. Um, we appreciate it. Um, and if you guys want to just go head over to our um, our podcast on Twitter, it's at Podcast Salt. DMs are open, so you can DM us any salty story you have, whether it be hentai, video games, comics, or your story about Nikki ditching you for a D&D campaign. Um, you can leave all of that on Twitter, and we'll respond and have it on the show. So with that, um, Jesse, it's so glad to, we're so glad to have you as a permanent host. Um, we always have fun having you on, so we're glad that you're a full-time member of the show. And... Um, yeah, so that's our. That's I'm our clutching episode. my heart. You can't see me because this is in a video, but I'm clutching it. <laughs> so with that, we'll see you guys all next week. Bye. Bye. Why am I waving? <laughs> <laughs>